Oh my god. Yeah. What an ordeal. Yeah. It hot on this one, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah fucking uh, ABR. If I called it an ordeal, I think that's a Midwest thing. Yes, it is. Oh, that's an ordeal. God bless you. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, uh, oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. So we're, uh, this is The Kids Are Asleep, and this is episode 16. And uh, we're talking about the Midwest. How y'all doing tonight? I'm Dan uh, here in the south or the near west side of Chicago, joined by my lovely wife, Sarah. That was not me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, from the southwest suburbs, we're joined by our good friend, Ben. What's up? What's up? children are hopefully asleep. It's like 9.40 yeah, right they now. They definitely Let's better see. be by now. Fucking holding up the show over here. But, uh, and uh, then we're also joined from Providence. 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 By uh, Tim. Yeah. That, uh, that was a fun, fun time getting shit set up today, Tim. Yeah, well, yeah. I you know, I live in a state where the infrastructure is... Uh, three centuries old so sometimes the internet ain't so hot uh also my roku tv just doesn't have sound anymore all of a sudden but i don't think i can blame that on rhode island mm. but well, uh no matter because i am i'm high tonight my <laughs> friends and i'm high <laughs> not not on drugs although maybe a little bit of that i am high for the second straight day on sweet sweet victory Yes. I have crushed my enemies. I have seen them driven before me. I have heard the lamentations of their women. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of their women. That is good. That is good. I am victorious. That is extremely We are victorious. <laughs> yeah. Another, uh, put it on the fucking board. Another win for socialism. You can put it on the board. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Four for four in Rhode Island, son, including the the uh, race that I, I'm not going to say the candidate's name. See, being associated with this podcast is not going to help his political career. <laughs> That'll help to no one. And also, he does not, uh, he would not approve of my attitude. He's actually very classy uh, and didn't grow up in Chicago politics where the joy <laughs> is more in your foe losing than in you winning. Right. But oh man, they threw the fucking everything but the kitchen sink at us. They, they The machine candidate who they knew was going to lose because they threw in a, a spoiler that got nagged the, de- uh, the, nabbed the Democratic nomination at the last second. He entered the race one week before we, uh, you know, you could file. Yeah, before the deadline, and my candidate registered last year, and in the very first week, had the audacity to ask my guy to drop out, and that motherfucker came in DFL, baby, dead fucking last. Yes. We smashed him. We took 49, nice. 49% of the vote in a three, three-way race. I, I hate the spoiler candidates that the machine motherfuckers hire. 
more than the machine motherfuckers. And I know that doesn't make any sense, but it's just like, they drive me nuts because they always act like they're, it, you know, it's the hypocrisy of it. There's yeah. my extra line through their teeth. Or they're just such useful idiots that they're being led around by their nose and are too stupid to realize it. Or they're careerists who just want to take up some space on their way mm-hmm. to getting legitimacy. I fucking hate the rat fuckers. If you're out there being a rat fucker, fuck you. Anyway. Cheers. Way, I don't to, think they're listening yeah. to this podcast. <laughs> no, they best not be. If you're a rat fucker, don't listen to this podcast. Fuck off. Also, yeah. fuck you if you steal the tires off the candidate's car. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, anyway, we lost. You, man. We fucking buried yeah. their asses. Yeah, that's a, oh, yeah. What, Dude, the numbers were great, like, man. Those are great numbers. Any candidate that gets fifty percent of the vote. Like, in, in a three-way in, race, in, yeah, and three or more, yeah, like, you're killing the game. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's a whooping, and that's what fucking door knocking and cold calling like people will do. The actual fucking Damn work, right. it's results. Which big props to Mesler for making phone calls. I didn't and, make that. I made more, but hey, you did as many as a lot of volunteers did that well, actually live in this city and. <laughs> It was good to get back on the horse and do do a little bit of that again. And the, the coup de gras, then, yes. And the coup de gras of all of this, and then we can move on, is that now because my state senator is a socialist and we just put a socialist in office, there are now uh, a few hundred, maybe thousand citizens of the city of Providence who are fully represented in the state assembly by socialists. Thank you. Wow. Extremely tight. Yeah, it turns out if you just show up at people's doors and tell them how you're going to make their lives better and you don't fucking tweet and bullshit and push hashtags, you can actually win elections. Yeah. If you offer concrete material improvements to people's lives that they find both believable and appealing, you win most of the time. Weird. Unless, yeah. they, unless they rat fuck you with a Warren and a Buttigieg. Yeah. Well, but, uh, anyway, aside from that. There was no app, so... Yeah. You know, that was <laughs> block removed. Anyway, that we're talking about the, the, we're talking about the uh, the northeast right now. We need to be talking about the Midwest, but first we need to be talking about our beer, beer of the week. Beer. We got it. Yeah, it's our bank, maybe. Uh, yeah. So, uh, who wants to go first? I go for Tim. You you got the victory this week. Why don't you go first? Lead us out. Right. So, hmm, I had a beer journey recently. I'll, I'll try. Beer oh, journey. Hold on a second. Oh, I, I have a lot. Beer journey just happened. I have a lot for this segment. Hold on. Sorry, oh, okay. Sarah. Sarah's I'm gonna like be you. mad at me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, no. Why would why am I gonna be mad? So last week. Um, uh founders centennial which is a midwest beer was on sale oh, baby. Uh, at my local liquor store so i got a the, uh the a thing that founders does which i quite enjoy is the 15 pack mm-hmm. of oh yeah cans yep yep and, yep um brought those bad boys to maine with me where i spent labor day weekend but uh 
I also got a decent beer up there, uh, but I'm not going to talk about Maine beer because we're talking about Midwest beer. And I fucking enjoyed that 15 pack of of uh, Centennial so much that like I was like it like made me almost like it made me reconsider how much I like esteem I should be giving Chicago IPAs because that was so fucking good. Oh. Such a Somebody's clean. Coming. Yes. So, Such so a coming down off of his, uh, yeah, his, what do you yeah. call it? New high England horse. high horse. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's just so clean and a single hop, and it's just, they just focus on teasing out that Citra, like, you know, Centennial is a Citra a derivative hop. So it's, they do like just such a good job of isolating that one hop taste, and it's really fucking good and refreshing. Um, so I had that, and then I was like, I got. I'll do it again for uh, for beer of the week. I get to my liquor store. All the fifteen packs are sold out. Of course, in fucking Rhode Island. Oh shit! People bought all this Michigan beer. Ha! Huh. So, so I got. Um, uh, oh shit! I don't know where Founders is at in Michigan. Let's see, Founders. Oh, I just looked this up today, but I'm I'm Grand Rapids. Okay, Founders Brewery out of Grand Rapids. What I ended up with uh, is another Founders beer called. Uh, uh, dirty bastard Scotch style ale. Mm. It's, a, it's a it's a malty guy. It's a darker. It's darker than a um, than a brown ale, but lighter than a stout. Uh, it's very high uh, ABV. I believe it's eight point two percent ABV. Damn. Um, and That's what's up. Beer. Sorry, I wanted to get the right ABV. Yeah, eight point five percent alcohol. Um, nice. it's not a lot of hop to it, so it's not a Ben beer and, mm. uh, but the, it's just, the malt is so delicious and it's such a good, there's, it's fall weather here in Rhode Island and it really goes well with that. And it's just got kind of a mapley, like not like sweet, but like a vaguely mapley, um, kind of nice toasty roasted malt character, nice big punch of, uh, gets you that warm feeling drunk that you really enjoy on a cool night. Mm. And, uh, I like it a shitload. Um, like, I really like it a lot. And I didn't think I was going to go this high. I was thinking this was going to be in the threes, but I'm going to I'm gonna give this one a 4.50. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I thought, because I've had quite it before, and I, and I don't, and it's just such a nice, refreshing change of pace. I love it. But also, hold yeah. on one second, because I, uh, I have a new uh, liqueur um, oh my god! Jesus Christ! So Tim, your what is your liqueur? Liqueur number two. Yeah, I have to change the name of the segment because this is not a, a, a liquor. This is a liqueur. So Ooh. I'm going to call this uh, liqueur in liqueur. Um, <laughs> How's that? All right, that's the so, same pun. So this is uh, Jägermeister um, cold brew coffee. Uh, this is a nip that I impulse bought at the counter because Jägermeister, despite being Germany from Germany, I, I think has a distinctly Midwestern feel to it. Yeah. Um, liqueurs are definitely a Midwestern thing. Yes. Uh, this is an herbal liqueur made with Arabica coffee and a hint of cacao. Um, and it's 33% alcohol. And I'm 100% sure it's going to be disgusting. So yeah. I'm just doing I, this for, for the show, really. Oh, okay. It smells, Gross. It smells awful. Mm. What is? Oh no! Oh! <laughs> oh! 
Oh. <laughs> I did the whole thing. Oh. Oh, it tastes like Jaeger mixed with coffee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, no. No. Oh. That's literally the worst thing I could think of. Oh, I'm going to puke. That's why would you do that? <laughs> why? Because of victory. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's a shame we don't have video on today. Cause, yeah, really? Oh, I re- you should have turned on video for that. Just I'm, to see this. My oh. ass is sweating. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was oh, awful. Man. All right, Ben, you do your bear. <laughs> okay. I don't think I can oh, I follow give that. that. A, I give that a fucking zero. Oh, yeah. But I was going to yeah. ask. I think uh, good. All right, that's our first zero. I think in uh, in beer of the week history. Yes, yeah. zero well, zero on the uh, potable liquids scale. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like compared to water. So mine is a uh, yeah. So my beer is a midwestern beer. It is made in Bourbonnais, Illinois, which is Bourbonnais. Yeah, Bourbonnais. So uh, which is not but a mere. I don't know, 40 minutes for me, possibly, maybe more, an hour, possibly. Uh, but this is from Brickstone Brewing. It's an APA, an American Pale Ale. And uh, and yeah, it's a 6.2 ABV, um, 45 IBUs. Uh, the hops are Amarillo, Citra, and Centennial, which are two of my favorite hops. So uh, it's very, it's good. I've uh, saved, I drank a lot of this while we were all fucking around with our setups. But I saved this last sip here. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. And I will say, because of that, well, I don't, they, uh, there was a lot of uh, sediment, I think, at the bottom of this. I left this sitting for a long time. You got to do a swirl. Yeah, I, I was not expecting that, so that kind of caught me off guard. But it was um, it was very good. It was uh, not very malty, very hoppy. Um, I can never, I don't know, I mean, is there a huge difference between American Pale Ale and an well, Indian yeah. Pale Ale? Well, I have two questions for you, Ben. Let's uh, hear first, first one is, say the name of the beer again, because I missed it the first time. Oh, yeah, Brickstone. Oh, I don't even know if I said it. Wait. You Wait, said it. I just called... didn't yeah, it, I, it's just Brickstone APA American Pale. Okay. It's just their flagship, I guess, flagship Pale Ale. I guess. Right, yeah, that's what I thought. So that's my my second question was going to be: Do you know? I'm um, because I don't actually what the difference is between an IPA and an APA, except that maybe mm-hmm. APAs are a little bit like less uh, alcoholic and less hoppy. I don't know. Like this seems like I a, don't this, know. I, I feel like to answer your question. Uh, this is actually something that one of the few pieces of beer knowledge that I feel like I've absorbed just because I actually think I like APAs a little bit more. And generally, oh. I just feel like they shade a little bit into like American macro brew territory where yes. they're a little less hoppy. Maybe they're a little clearer, like a little bit more towards a locker, I guess. Um, and so they're like, uh, but like for an IPA, my understanding is that there, there's some kind of specific process involved because it's an India pale ale, which is related to the British East India company. Right. And it was, it was how they had to brew the beer 
so that it would survive on the boat over to the colonies in India for the troops and the uh, like you know the colonial forces there. Yes, that's mistaken. Appro- approximately accurate. Yeah. So my understanding. Oh, American shots fired. Not shots fired at all, because I don't know the story that well, but it it jibes with my general understanding. So, so I think that an American pale ale just is like in the true American sense is like any of those rules that don't work out for the kind of beer you want to make. Eh, fuck it. It's an American pale ale now. You know, I don't know. That's my. Favorite. I will say that it's uh it's more uh, an APA does seem if this is any indication this beer uh is more drinkable than like your. You know, like a Sierra Nevada, or what did you bring up earlier, Tim? The Centennial, the founder Centennial. Like yeah. that's a hoppier, more bitter beer. This is uh, this is like has a cleaner finish, and it's um, it is. I don't know. It it, it was just like yeah, just slightly less uh, assaulting on the on the senses, but it was good. I, I'll give it for. Uh, I mean, I I can't. I'm not gonna start an APA scale here you know i'm still gonna let's just have a pale ale scale yeah pale ale scale oh i like that a pale ale scale uh with our buddy dale i wish we had a person named dale here well we could do we could review dale's pale ale on the pale ale scale it's like a bojack it's like a bojack horseman joke (laughs) (laughs) that's ridiculous back in the 90s i was in a very famous I think if we did drink Dale's pale ale on the pale ale scale, we'd go to jail. Oh man, uh, that would be an epic fail. Uh, <laughs> I love puns, and this is far too far. All right, Ben, rate the beer. Sarah's gonna stab us. 4.0, 4.0, baby. All right, over to you. Who? Sarah. <laughs> Anyone. Because so, you threw it to Sarah. It sounded like you were throwing well, it to Sarah. You said Sarah was going to kill us. I'll throw it to Sarah officially. Sarah, what do you think about the beer you're drinking? Yes, Dan, what do you have to say? Oh, no. I mean, I was just, the only thing I was oh. going to say is I just realized right now that Ben had an a- APA and Sarah and uh-huh. I are both drinking APAs. All of our oh, beers, shit. except for Tim, are American Pale Ales. And yeah, Tim White German? What does that say about Tim? What the hell are you talking about? Founders, a, founders is Michigan as fuck. So, and it's oh, a wait, Scott- I, thought, I, I totally forgot that you had other, th- you had three parts to your beer of the week. I, did. I, I was also, ju- judging you only on that last one. I totally forgot about I the other. Centennial a four point two five. Wait, was that the other? Oh yeah, that's true. All right, but uh, yeah, I wasn't talking about Centennial. I was talking about whatever that weird Jaeger coffee was. Yeah, no, I uh, still. This very is, well might i still very well might puke but all right we should really stop yeah, yeah all right sarah you can talk now okay so i will say i just i'm feeling a little lit right now and i just i'm on my third two hard ale by Woo! um and i just realized by looking at the can that it's 7.0 alcohol by yeah, baby. Oh, i'm nice. lit right now but it's good. I uh, I really like it. Actually, I mean, IPAs are um, it's harder for me to really vibe with them because a lot of times they just feel just like overwhelming. You know, I can have, I've had three. I could honestly have one more, and like it's it and you know it's good and it's beautiful when you pour it. It's like this amber color and it's like translucent. 
So like, wait, did you say what it is yet? Yeah. yeah. Bell's too yeah, hearted. And I did. Oh, uh, you did? Oh man, I didn't know you were talking about Bell's too hearted. Yeah, Damn. Damn. That's- you and I both whoop whooped. I thought yeah, that's what why. I'm about. Anyways, anyways, the one night. Because I thought her heart, I heard her. All right, I don't I know what I. All right, yeah, you're right. Yep. I never take that long and still a trophy. Okay, okay, noted. <laughs> 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 a little like mini mouse laugh. <laughs> I was sipping a beer while you said that, so like I had my mouth like I couldn't open it. Oh, this is a silly one, you guys. This is a very yeah. silly one. Wrestlers yeah. have to do a lot of editing on this one. Yeah, <laughs> oh buddy. yeah, you got your work cut out for you, buddy. I'm almost tell done. you what. I'm almost done, and then I'll 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 relieve you all of all the suffering of having to listen listen to me with my beer. But... Good, I've been holding it in all day. <laughs> He's a yeah. <laughs> Okay. Man, this is a lot more alcohol content than I realize. Okay, but the one little negative um, from it is the 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 can art is not appealing to me. It's orange, which I like, but it just has a fish head on it, and I will just say that fishes scare me. <laughs> and so that's a little bit of a negative. But for an IPA, it's American IPA, and it's from the Midwest. Fucking, I'm going to give it 3.75. What? Are you kidding me? Ben, respect her scale. Think about it, Sarah. You can make this right. Ben, I'm not happy about it either, but... No, no, no. Think about it. You don't have to make this final. You can amend this. You still have time. Yeah, you guys, I mean, every week, I just cannot... You guys, I, I zone out because all three of you are just like, oh, the... The bippity boopities and the hoobity boopities and the oh, you're giving too hearted summer night. I'm oh. like, oh, no, I'm fucking drunk. Hold on a second, you just referred to hops and barley as hippity hoopities and bobbity boopities. <laughs> Are you the Mary Poppins of beer assumption? I don't understand. She's the Ned Flanders of beer consumption. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could only respond with a string of nonsensical jabbering. Well, I'll be darned, diddly aren't. Yeah, that's the stuff. I think. I think three point seven five. I honestly agree with that rating for a Bell's because I wouldn't. Is based on what you I would me by myself, <laughs> me and yeah. how it makes me feel, and that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> also, right now, this is a high alcohol content, so we got loose Sarah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's yeah. Gonna, um. So I'm gonna get two hearted Sarah. <laughs> we had we we. Everybody's had a long week. We're all a little yeah. punchy on this episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm going to die also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This might be Tim's last episode. So, like I said, it's interesting. We're all doing American Pale Ales except for Tim. You've but you guys are not because Bell's Two Hearted is an India Pale Ale. Two Hearted is an American IPA. That's what they specifically say on the label. Uh. So well, yeah, every um, IPA that's brewed in America is an IPA. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, you know what? Too, too though, I did want to say, too hard. It is a five point oh. All right, keep going. Too hard. Oh, I, I, we got to take this up. We'll do this off pod. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Relax, everybody. Relax. So, the the American Pale Ale that is an American Pale Ale uh, says so on the website it, that I'm doing is Three Floyd's Alpha King. 
And mm-hmm. when, I was, when I was picking out our beers for this week, I kind of wanted to have uh, a little bit of representation from like the classic Midwest brewery and then a little bit of representation from the new kind of like, you know, punk uh, Midwest brewery. Because I feel like there's uh, those two kind of styles in general out here. Um, Revolution Brewery kind of straddles the line. But uh, Bells and Founders are classic examples of like these like real family friendly Midwestern breweries that are like both Michigan breweries, both Michigan breweries. Uh, Three Floyds is from Indiana, but uh, Three Floyds is fucking metal as fuck. I've never been to Dark Lord Day, but I hope that if Dark Lord Day is able to happen again, I would love to go. I'm not even a big fan of stouts at all, but I would totally go and get the Dark Lord. But so I'm drinking their flagship beer. Alpha King, which like what a hell of a fucking name. Alpha King. Cool. Like it's got some awesome art too on any of their the, packs. Well, and that's that's kind of the dividing line for me is like how these breweries present themselves. Uh like right. there's people that do it like Bell's Two Hearted, where it's just like, yeah, you look at that beer and you're like, Yeah, that's a Michigan shit for sure. It's got I a like, oh, yeah. I, I like the, the I like the bottle art for Two Hearted. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say too. Like I don't know, Sarah, what you're talking about. That it's very, art it's, it's very, it's it's very, it's aimed for, it's aimed at, it's aimed at 34 year old dudes though. So it's yeah, like, it, uh, yeah. We, we're not even guys in hunting camo, and it appeals to us. But I feel, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's it's you know, I, it is what it is. It's very Midwest. But, right. uh, so, but I also like this, like also this funky like shit that you see coming out of like pipeworks and. Right, uh, whatnot, you know, like this. Yeah, God, this, this. We need to hold to do like bonus episodes of beer of the week because I have so much yeah, to say really. about this. But we got to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. So, um, Alpha King is a beer I've had before. I actually like a lot of different Three Floyds uh, brewing beers. This might not be my favorite. Um, I really enjoy Yum Yum and Gumball Head, but I decided to drink their flagship. You know, like the beer that they you know stake their name on because I kind of wanted to focus more on the breweries. Uh, and Three Floyds is just a great brewery. Um, and I'm proud to support them. And I will always, you know, if I'm in some strange place and don't know where I'm at and I see Alpha King on tap, you know, that's where I'm going. You know, uh, even Indiana? if they Floyds from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll give this a, uh, I think I'll give this a four, a solid four. Um, nice. Yeah. So that's beer of the week, and we did all Midwestern breweries. So for once, our beer of the week actually fits perfectly with our episode. And I didn't even mean to do it, to be honest. It was just uh, one of the I many beers of the week I've started. We purposely, yeah, you're the only one that didn't mean to do it. You're lucky. You got yeah. lucky, boy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're talking about the Midwest. Oh, let me squeeze past you there. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh sorry. Oh, Excuse me oh, there. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, God, I really do say oop, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and just apologizing all the time. Oop, I say. Yes. And I am yeah. literally, I am literally like probably five years away from being the classic Chicago guy that is out there in late February in basketball shorts. Adidas flip flops and a Bears hoodie, shoveling in the driveway off of his yeah. driveway. Yes, yeah. I, I can feel it coming. It's like a, it's like a, the, I'm looking down the barrel of a it's gun. Your destiny. It is. Yeah. There's nothing. You're nothing crazy. About it. I would, I would never 
not, I always get like fully suited up in a snowsuit to shovel or do anything outside. It's that's because that's the thing about the Midwest, man. It's like one thing we could say right away is the weather is fucking brutal as hell. Like you get the extremes yeah. of both sides. I think it's a huge, huge, huge reason for our makeup and our personalities and in our culture is uh, the weather and like the like yeah. every season to its fullest. Yeah. For good or for bad, we get the full extent of every single season. That's true. Like, I don't know. Because, like, I mean, Sarah, you growing up in uh, San Francisco. Or San, Di- San Diego. Hang, hang, hang on. San, San Francisco. San Flandanco. San Flandanco. San Fr- yes. Yes. San Flamingo. The magical island. <laughs> El Segundo. Uh, <laughs> none of those, but California. So wait, Esperanto. Sacramento. <clears throat> what is it? <laughs> oh, okay. San Dimas. <laughs> San Dimas High School Football Room! But you didn't have, uh, you didn't get to experience like seasons, right? Not, not like this. Absolutely not. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's honestly, it's, uh, for all the like pain that comes with the extreme seasons, I wouldn't change it for the world. I really wouldn't because it's important to really feel the seasons. I don't know. I love it. I, like I just it. don't like the extremes right. that it right. can get right. to. Yeah, I mean, there, there's pain involved and suffering and sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, but it's important. I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's a particular brand of, like, Midwestern Catholicism that stems from this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's totally self-flagellation. It's absolutely <laughs> self-flagellation. But I love it. <laughs> I stay here to atone for my sins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here because uh, Christ died on the cross. Yeah, Christ died on the cross for me. <laughs> Christ died on that cross for me. I can't shovel some snow when it's negative ten. Ah, what, what, what am I gonna do? I'm a sinner in the hands of an angry God. Now, where, am I, where are my slides and my bull shorts? I gotta go outside and mow the lawn for Jesus. We're on a mission from God. Let me just say something. So, okay, that I think that's all true and everything, but like growing up in California in Sacramento. Most of the days are like most of the day. My dad always said in Chicago, 300 days of the year are like brutal and like either cold or really hot or whatever. And then like you get 65 days that are beautiful. In California, you get 300 days that are beautiful and 65 days that are like rainy or bullshit or whatever. But I remember being like an angsty teenager. And also, you know, a transplant from the Midwest, the sunny skies over and over every day, day in and day out. Uh, somebody who's like has that Midwestern depression coursing through their veins is like, shut up, son. Shut up. Fuck you. <laughs> is also, like, I don't know. I <laughs> not can't for believe nothing, that. No, because hold on. Cause this is a thing. Because like in the same way, like because we're all like bipolar to an extent. And in like the same way that like uh, the cold weather in the Midwest will like make you depressive, like day after day after day of like relentless sunshine and like night, like nice weather will make you manic. Like it'll make you insane. What? Yeah. It's not like all of Miami is high on cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fucking natural. And like, 
also like it's crazy to like hear you you guys now that i've i've not lived in the midwest for uh over three years now yeah. i've been in rhode island oh, yeah. um, weird and i uh you guys don't fucking have seasons you have two seasons uh uh winter and construction yes but, uh, <laughs> no really that's though, a like, good one right there like it is like like fall and spring here in Rhode Island, like each of those seasons gets like eight to 12 weeks instead of like five days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like gradually gets a little bit colder. It doesn't go from like 95 degrees to like 45 and sideways, like raining the next day. You know, we have like our fair share of shitty weather. It snowed on Halloween. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, last year's Halloween fucking sucked, man. Being a parent, man, I can tell you from experience, man, like, the, it's the past couple of years have just been shitty. Like, I remember Halloween being fucking awesome. You know, it used to be, like, hey, I, I, I don't know, man. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Episode. I'm just saying, no, like, a Halloween in the, maybe it's a Halloween in the mid, nah, I got nothing to say specifically about Midwestern yeah. Halloween. No, but, no, Tim's right, Tim's right, though. Tim is right that uh, we love our seasons here in the Midwest, but we you only have two of them. Well, all right. We we have more than two of them, but the thing of it is... We yeah, get no, it. you're crazy. We have a spring and a fall, and the other ones... They last, they last for about two to three weeks. They are beautiful and amazing, but they are short as hell. Fall lasts a little longer. Fall seems to last, but... Yeah, also, yeah. Spring is barely there. Spring, you only get a good spring in the Midwest every once in a while. You know what I mean? Right. Every yeah. like, other year. And you'll get a couple of weeks of a really beautiful, amazing spring where it's like. Like the bunnies are fucking and there's butterflies everywhere. And it's like, you know, a lot of bunny fucking, a lot of bunny fucking. But I see the thing that I was thinking about when we were thinking about the Midwest, one of my favorite things to do. And I will advise anyone who is ever in the Midwest to do this if you have the chance. Take I-94 from Chicago up to Detroit at some point while the leaves are changing color. It's just gorgeous. Oh, it, it's every... Okay, like the three main colors are red, orange, yellow, and brown. But it's every, like... Micro- that, was, that was four. Within that... Oh, what I think? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. All but, right. Well... Please keep all of this. Moving on, moving on, moving on. But it's every like micro color within those primary colors. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. That's some, something I did not get in California at all. Everything's green all year round. So that's interesting because that's like the thing. Every the thing that people talk about here all the time is, oh, you got to go see the leaves. You got to go <laughs> see the leaves. You have to go up to Vermont and see the leaves change. Yeah, no, it's 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 amazing what nature can like do to a color spectrum. Holy shit! And it's death. You're watching death. Yeah, yeah so I was about yeah. to say that it's yeah. them no longer being able to produce chlorophyll. It's well, beautiful. And it's beautiful. And that is some kindred shit between us and New England, like where some of the places, places with seasons, yeah, or have seasons. But like you know, I was thinking about this too, though. The Midwest, I feel, at least the Midwest that I think about, I know that there's, uh, to me, honestly, there's like the Great Plains, and I think of that almost as kind of a separate entity. Yeah, no, that's not our Midwest. 
Yeah, it's really not. And apologies to all the my uh, punk rock brothers in Fargo and Iowa and shit like that. You guys are still the Midwest, but uh, we're like we're the freshwater people. Like uh, (laughs) we got the Great Lakes, and uh, like there's something fucked up on fluoride. Yeah, we're all fucked up on fluoride. Man, Drake. Yes, Dad. Have you ever seen a commie drink a glass of water? Like, really, the Great Lakes are what makes this part of the Midwest, the part of the Midwest that I'm familiar with, that I know and call home. It's, we're like a weird mutant seafaring people who, like, don't have an ocean. But, like, I'll always remember, speaking of uh, punk rock brethren from Fargo, our old band uh, had a brethren band called Fuck Detector from Fargo, North Dakota. And they came and stayed the night and uh, they uh, went to the lake. And when they got to Lake Michigan, they were like, damn, this is is a great lake. You know, they had never seen it before. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, even my relatives who were from like the East Coast, when they came and saw Lake Michigan, they were like, oh, wow. And it's like, yeah, motherfucker, great isn't like hyperbole. Like it's thing. It's we're being modest. It's a sea, and we we're just like in yeah, the inland sea. Sense. It's just a it's a it's a big lake. It's a it's a great lake. It's great. It's great. It's a great lake. This isn't no regular lake. Yeah, it's just great. It's great. It's a great lake. It's funny because whenever I like, um, tell, you know, people ask me where I'm from because I don't I because I say ours when I talk, uh, so they know I'm not from here, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, well, they say ours too, but they just put them at the ends of words like idea and pizza where they don't belong. It's uh, so ridiculous. But uh, they notice it. And then when I say I'm from Chicago, they always they say two things like, oh, Chicago is beautiful. And then mm. uh, the, the other one, the other one is um, uh, if they've been there, like, I had no idea about Lake Michigan. It's like, I didn't think there could be a lake where you didn't see the other side. Yes. This is blowing my mind. Yes. I've been taking Lake They're Michigan like, for granted my whole yeah, life. Yeah, dude. They're like, it's like an ocean. It even has waves. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. It's like, serious waves, too. That's, that's yeah. why there's the word great in front of lake. Yeah. I don't know how else to explain this to these people. Like, I've always kind of, like, just thought of it as, like, you know, you, you get jealous of East and West Coasters who, you know, are, are there on, like, actual ocean coasts and the ocean but like i've but i've never been well i was gonna say like i've never really been that jealous about it because it's first of all fuck the ocean there's sharks and shit and like yeah you know, hurricanes you know all that stuff salt water who needs it i don't that's for sure up here too and so over here we got the same fucking we we got beaches we got waves you know and uh it's fresh water you know, so like, uh, fuck you, fuck you, East and West coasters. Yeah, not you, Sarah. I don't mean like you know, not, yeah, uh, present. Not, not Sarah, but me. But fuck me. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Tim. Yeah, I did mean I, that. <laughs> I, I, I referred to New England as we for the first time the other day. Hannah pointed oh, out gross. made me feel made me feel upset. Uh, you should be. You're turning. You're gonna die. Ten Hail Marys. Yeah, soon I'm gonna I'm gonna stop saying my eyes. 
Oh, yeah, don't, uh, don't do it. I will forever uh, hit them so hard that people ask me where I come from. This that's the funny thing, also. That's so weird. Experience as Chicago, but like we're talking about the Midwest. Here. Yes. So let's transition yeah. to that. Of like, like, what does that mean? Like, uh, something that comes to mind is like Midwestern, like stick to itness. What well, Midwestern? Uh, Hardworking, humble, humble. Like one, uh, one thing that I was thinking about specifically, talking about hardworking, like the Midwest is the the heart, like you know the the hog butcher to the world, the city the of broad shoulders. Appalachian yeah. coal miners are the fucking swinging right hook of labor, but the Midwest is the beating heart of mm-hmm. the labor movement in this country. Oh. How really They're gonna say the swinging dick of the country. In my opinion, the Chicago is like the the capital of the Midwest, like the big city, the New York of the Midwest, or whatever. I hate even to even use that for like. Yeah, but we're we we are we're connected. The reason that the reason that Chicago is what it is is because of the rest of the Midwest, because but we were that I stop. Like we, we all come from families that way more identify. Like we just happen to be have come from, you know towns and suburbs and everything that were very very close to chicago but we are way more alike to the to the million millions of people that live in iowa and ohio and and michigan totally yeah totally and even indiana i guess oh yeah that's (laughs) only part of indiana is in the midwest entire all of indiana is not in the midwest like that part that's down by kentucky that is not the midwest well anybody would even argue that not all of illinois is in the midwest with the shoops or in the region is uh midwestern official oh yeah shoops you know they talk about canadian politeness it like it like they have it like extreme and then it just like trickles down into our region where we're like polite but we're not like that polite yeah, we're not. I was gonna say, there's never been like. I mean, fuck, man. I'm from polite against our against like other forces. You know, like I have to. I have to just disagree here. Chicago, like yeah. Chicagoans are polite. You have not contrasted them with New Englanders. It's fucking insane. Like yeah, that's like, the, that's the sad part is that other people from other parts of the country will tell you like, no, this is as nice as it gets. Like here in Chicago, yeah. like. People from where I'm from are fucking assholes. Like, you know, it's great. No, that's what like people said to me at the hotel all the time. Was like people in Chicago are so nice. That's crazy. Well, we're like, we're like, yeah, hey, let's party. You know, yes. we're always. Um, but I feel like the politeness in New England comes from like we are related to the Queen of Queen of England. Mm. <laughs> well, first of all, the politeness. Yes. Politeness is not a thing that exists in any way, shape, or form in New England. Uh, when you knock doors for, say, a political candidate, people just scream, what do you want at you from their couch rather than answer the door? Wow. And, uh, yeah, none of them uh, put their carts back in the cart corral in the, uh, in the grocery store. Literally, and that takes, and also, that takes and a real also, prick, man. It's a, no, and, like, let me tell you, like, in Chicago or the Midwest in general, that's a thing that you notice when someone doesn't return their cart. You're like, what yeah, an oh, asshole. Yeah, here, totally. here, here, that's the status quo. 
Oh. I am the outlier for returning my cart. Not only oh, do they my. not put their fucking carts back, they leave them in parking spots. Of course. Uh, wow. Society even functions. Yeah. I it's I I don't know, truly. Uh like I was police or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's bananas. Be an asshole, but the second you punch somebody, you go straight to jail. I don't know. Something. I don't know. There's gotta be because I I can't uh anyway. See, you know the thing though, well, like we're well uh well and one thing I was gonna say is like I'm from the fucking self-proclaimed friendly village, all right, and I have never experienced firsthand any overwhelming evidence to support such claims like well worth I don't is know. a worth is a is is a thing unto itself it's yeah i guess it is kind of a shit town another yeah. yeah, you grew up in like mad max world my name is max it's because of the rock throwing i mean it's it wasn't that bad it was a nice little upbringing anyway my world is fire blood uh where do you guys stand on pop versus soda because i actually grew i think i did lean towards soda unfortunately and i like or and actually i think i said soda pop most of the time when i was a kid or is that because your dad is from texas my dad's not from texas mississippi mississippi Mississippi. yeah right you really thought he was hank hill for a second yeah Yeah, i got confused (laughs) I was wondering why you kept calling me Bobby. I was really confused there for a second. <laughs> oh, that boy ain't right. I don't know. I still say pop, even though people don't know what the fuck I'm talking about out here. Oh, yeah. I definitely can't picture myself saying soda. Soda. Man, soda, soda sounds like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to get a pop. Honestly, I think I usually said Coke. Like, I just like, just because that's what we drink. I really don't drink pop all that much. But right. like, like I would say, I I usually don't drink pop um, or any sugary drinks. But if I'm gonna have that, I'm gonna drink a Coke. Like I feel like yeah. I barely even talk, so I don't know what the fuck. But as a kid, as a kid, I remember like in like you know 1989, 1991, or whatever the fuck when I was like under ten, like that was pop, and I knew what pop was. Because I didn't know anything right. else about the world beyond the shit that my, you know, parents showed me and the shit that was on television. So it was pop. Like, you know. Yep. I, you know, uh, I, I want... pop oh, no. and Go ahead. But growing up, my parents were like, it's pop. It's pop. It's pop. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was in California and everyone was like, I drink soda, you know. I am a Kardashian who drinks soda. So you knew the Kardashians? Uh, yeah, they were my neighbors. I knew, I knew it. Why do you why do you do jokes like that? They're just but, um, they're, uh, I so had I, I, children for this reason. Between the two of them, but it's only because like I was like beaten into saying soda because I was just like ridiculed. Like, what is that? Yeah. What is that? I mean, if you've never heard they referred to as pop before, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What? But, pop. But, but, like, how, like how just... was I raised until I was like seven, eight, nine years old? Right. Pop. Pop. And what do my parents still call it? Pop. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. Californianized as they've become. It's so pop. I feel like so. it's something that, like, as I think about it, it gets more confusing. And I feel like if I don't think about it, I'll just call it pop. 
oh man, I haven't said some pop in a while. Like, you know, if I, if I just said it like that in my head as I was going into the gas station or something to get a big, like, you know, like if I was going into a loves travel stop to get a giant 48 ounce styrofoam cup full of Mountain Dew as a true Midwesterner would do. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Uh, I think that I would in my head call it pop. Like if I just had a taste for it, you know, I don't know. All time. Also, uh, I think one thing we can say about the Midwest and I don't know. I mean, I feel like this is a Midwest thing, but like, uh, maybe it's just Chicago thing, but I think, I think we eat more meat than the rest of the country. Oh, fucking absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, right. Historically, and I don't understand, like, when that fact was truly, like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sarah. Yeah, like Tim said, we, like, we were the butcher yeah. shop of the whole fucking world for a hot minute. Yeah, when that's I where... One of my friends from high school from California, when she left, she's like, I just think you guys, like, eat too much red meat. <laughs> yes, we do. Like, I'm worried about your <laughs> We <heart>. sure <laughs> shit do. Um, no, I don't I, understand, because, like, what else am I supposed to eat? Are you crazy? <laughs> like, come on. Like, there's other foods. Like, vegetables? the meat is... And, and you cannot live on vegetables alone, Tim. You're dying. I mean, the thing of it is, it's crazy, but, like, basically every culture across the world has come to Chicago and then just added, like, taken the meat that they make and just amplified it by a million. No. Think about, like, what a gyro is. Yeah. Think about, yeah. like... I, Italian, like beef, Italian sausage. Mm. You know what? Like in Chicago, but in the Midwest in general, in terms of the meat and like the the you know the factories and stuff where we we like kill all those cows and those pigs and everything. What is the karmic fucking death energy of that shit? Like that is hanging over our heads every second. I believe that there are material reasons for this, but also there's a lot of it's our fault. I'm not saying of, we should uh, feel bad for it. The I'm thing just that saying gives like, credence to your theory is that the back of the yards, a neighborhood literally named for being in back of a slaughterhouse, where my family's from, is uh, one of the most violent neighborhoods in Chicago to look, this day. Look, like, come on, like isn't couldn't like come on, like you do something over and over and over again in the same spot, and not just Chicago, not just the neighborhood in Chicago. But in the Midwest in general, if like meat pack, like it's it's a brutal thing, even if it's not brutal no, towards the, human beings, it's, it's brutal towards, you know, alive things. I then, know that my grandfather worked at the stockyards. Really? Yeah, this is in so. The meat union? No, um, this is great. So this is my mother's father, two generations separate. He rode a horse that rounded up pigs into the chutes to be slaughtered. Jesus. What? That's like what he did. Like he didn't do that his whole life. Like he did that as a young man. And then he um, became a watch repair man and a school bus driver and a bartender. He had three jobs because interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, this isn't, this is, Oh, this is kind of Midwestern, I guess my grandfather, uh, in the uh in the 50s and 60s when he was raising his family in uh, burbank illinois um he uh drove the school bus in the morning and then uh went to his watchmaking business 
uh, and fixed watches uh, all day. And then he picked the kids up from school uh, and dropped them off at home. And then he went to the bar and tended bar until the uh, last call. And then he went home and slept for like four hours and started the whole thing over again. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had six kids. Well, yeah. You know, I, just thinking about all this and thinking about like the death part of it, the Midwest is real. Like, you know, uh, there's that movie, uh, Wisconsin Death Trip. And like, I do what? feel like there is a heavy, like, kind of like almost ghoulishness or like, there's almost like a, like a weird, unique, like, vaguely, Lovecraftian quality to the Midwest, where there's like the edge of madness out here, like the, something about the extremes of the weather, and like I think the niceness of the Midwest is almost like uh, like that kind of classic like Arabic uh, hospitality thing, like where the desert is just so fucking brutal that it's just better nice. for everyone if we're all just nice because yeah. you yeah. just like it's the same kind of thing out here. It's just kind of like. That's like, I feel like, and that's why we're also a union area. The Midwest is like the last bastion of white people who are middle class and not urban who will still vote Democrat. Like, there's not a lot of them, but there's more of them here. And that's how Marie Newman was able to win in the Illinois 3rd District. Yeah, there is a lot of them. There's enough of them to make a political kind of move based on it. But like, it, and that's that's how air that you feel. It's not really niceness. I think maybe that's what it is. Midwestern niceness isn't niceness. It's Midwestern solidarity. It's just kind of like I don't like you, but like, man, we're in this shit together, brother. You know? I like that theory a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like, yeah, we're all eating shit today, man. <laughs> it's gonna be cold tomorrow, but but this bar sure is dark and warm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like you or anything. Yeah, don't get any ideas about this. Right. But, uh, you know, if a polar bear stumbles in here, we'll kill it together. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or someone from Indiana. Yeah, that too. But also, if somebody from Indiana comes in and they look especially cold, it's like, yeah, you know, we're softies here because of that solidarity. You know the operative word I'm talking about here. Solidarity. And it works. It works for all of us. So when we first kicked off this episode, we did, I thought, some very impressive Midwestern superfans accents uh, doing our Midwestern guilt bit. Uh, But that is something that's super distinctive about Midwesterners. And I never really realized that I thought we talked like everybody else. But when I would go and visit on the East Coast or, uh, you know, like anybody from out of town, they'd be like, wow, you have an accent and your mom really has an accent. And then as I got older, my cousins would be like, your Chicago accent really comes out when you're drunk. <laughs> well, you stole exactly what I was going to say. It's like, I, there's no, I don't know. Like, don't, growing Me? up, it yeah, didn't seem like voice everybody right. else has that. yeah that's what i was gonna say yes thank you sarah that's basically exactly it it's like and i know well, that everyone in the world must feel that way like 
you know, people, you know, speaking any language are like, oh, this is the natural language, right? Like English is fucked up, you know, and it is. English is totally fucked up. But like, it's just, I don't know, like you hear like all this television you grew up with. Everybody talks like us. Everybody talks like this. It's not. Everybody thinks that. Different. Yeah, I guess. And, I don't and know. honestly, they don't because sometimes we sound like more like the super fans than we do like a yeah. news anchor, you know? Yeah, like, news know. anchors have that classic like Midwest affect where right. like when, when Midwesterners try and talk politely, that's how we sound. Like right. otherwise, we have crazy accents from all over the place. Like motherfuckers from Wisconsin can't even be be understood by a motherfucker from Chicago. And then there's people from fucking the UP. Like we didn't even get into the Michigan fucking mitten people shit. Right. Where I, like there's the, upper the, peninsula and the lower peninsula. Can I tell mm. of uh, when I first moved here from California. So I'm sure, like my vo- my I feel like my voice is very weird. Or like unique, maybe or interesting or whatever. Because I, I grew agree. up learning English from Midwesterners, right? And surrounded by them. And, and Chicago Midwesterners, right? So I was like talking like pop and whatever when I was like four years old. Then I was like that was like beaten out of me by like peer pressure and, and everything, blah blah blah. And then I moved back to Chicago and right after high school in two thousand six and <laughs> I have this memory of my little cousin at the time who was like five or six years old. And I was like, um, I said something, something to him. It was like me and my aunt and my little and her son, who's my little cousin at the time. Now he's grown, but at the time he was like five or six years old. And I was like, something, something in that box over there. And at the, I'm sure I'm saying box now more like Chicagoan, but at the time I was saying it. I was like fresh off the boat from California, right? How would that? Well, no. How would that sound? Do an impression of how you would have said it. What I'm getting to is like this little five year old was like, he he comes up to me and he goes, and he goes, uh, like he does he does some like a hand gesture. He goes like, uh, he goes like, what do you mean, box? <laughs> what? what is that? <laughs> oh, hilarious! English, you know that's hilarious. Interpreted is like, what is this box that you're talking about? He's like, that's box. Box. Yeah. It's box. Yeah, it's a box. It's box. Yeah, but box. Box. What is this box? You but know? no, but I say box, 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 box. I can hear it now because I don't live there anymore. You have Damn it. Chicago, yeah, Shit. like. No, like it's crazy. It's like I've had this awakening because now I can, and obviously I know I still have it, but like I can hear it now when I could never hear it before. And it's weird because it's uh, become like a professional liability for me because like I teach fifth grade now, so it's not a problem, but I was a second grade teacher for a long time. Uh, and uh, well, when you, you have to drill like vowel sounds, so it would be like a apple a. E ed eh, and the kids couldn't understand the difference between my A's and my E's. And they would be like, Mr. V, are you saying eh or eh? Oh and my I'm God. like, I'm saying eh, not eh. And like, they can't, like, and then, and then I, so they're like, we can't tell the difference, Mr. V. And I was like, and I, so I was like, was explaining it to Hannah, who's from Rhode Island. 
And she was like, I can't hear the difference between your A's and your E's either. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like I had to, and I literally, at my last job, had to go to the speech therapist to have her teach me how to say A and E the right way. Right. Like you, ha you have to, oh, like, lower God. the, yeah. You have to lower the back of your tongue to say, ah. Ah? Yeah. Ah? Because it's, ah. it's wrong with the way that we say it. Ah. It, That's what it, ah. It sounds Wait. like an E. It sounds like an E to New Englanders. There's nothing wrong with it, baby. Everybody just is on a different type of thing. But then I'm also, just, I'm frustrated. <laughs> I was uh, having some beers with my buddy Julius, and I was showing him my solid wood uh, koozie that I got in Vermont. And that I was like, could have ended worse. Shout out to Julius. Whoop, whoop. Yes. And I was like, check out my solid wood koozie. And he asked me, he's like, what is salad wood? Salad. Because he thought when I said solid that I said salad. So oh it's God. crazy oh being a Midwestern like, transplant out here because people literally can't understand the words I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good one. My grandpa, rest in peace. I love you. Love you, Grandpa Walker. I love I love you so much. His name was Don. We Dan. think you're cool too, Don. Just Dan so you know. And he was he worked at Christ Hospital for a hundred years as an anesthetist. He put people to sleep before he they put surgery or whatever. So okay. they move out, he moves out, he retires from Christ Hospital. They lived in Oak Lawn for a million years, right? And I I was christened at St. Okay. Gerald's. You were christened like, to St. Gerald's? Yeah. My mother was christened at St. Gerald's. That's her home parish. Yeah. That is some Midwestern shit right there. Holy also, shit. Yeah, we can get christened, but christened is is uh, definitely a Midwestern word. word. Yeah. As opposed to baptized. Yeah. yeah. So he fucking moves out to Arizona, right? And he has uh, um, uh, his wife. Who, she's my godmother. My dad has a brother and half sister who are way younger than him who are only like like seven or eight years older than me so my like my aunt and uncle and everything so when they graduated high school he, they all moved out to arizona they were like you know it was like white flight but out to arizona but anyway he's out there the in most arizona, extreme version of white flight so <laughs> much, so many conversations of my grandfather like screaming on the phone being like is your name dan no it's Don. <laughs> is it Den? No, it's Don. Is it it's Don? Is it it's Don? Don? No, it's, it's Don. It's Don. It's Don. Every, every. Sir, are you German? Are you saying Don? Don. Are you Dan? Are you Dan? Yeah, I'm Dan. 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 Dan love that. Oh, fuck. Let, so me, like, hang on. Let me ask this, Tim and Sarah. Are people really, like, back, like back to the politeness thing, like, do people not say hello to each other in other parts no. of the... Nope. Really? I walk past I walk past my coworkers in the hallway, and, and, like, I, like, say hello, and they just walk past me. Insane. Yeah. To the point Those, where I've like, stopped saying hello so, also. Yeah. So basically what has happened is that the rest of the country somehow has become susceptible 
to just being becoming total pricks. Like we're the only ones who've just kept common decency alive. I That's have a theory that that about means. this. Okay, what's your theory? I think so. Like, like most of these people who I'm talking about are like Italian or Portuguese, so like they're Catholic, but they like are in New England where there's this waspy culture of like uh, individualism and um, you know, everybody for themselves and uh, Chicago is like, you know, like, like I said, these people are ethnic Catholics too, but we like our, like the Midwest, like the big cities in the Midwest, Milwaukee, Chicago, Minneapolis were founded by like ethnic white Catholics and like have more of a like communal sense of you know s- culture society but like that they like you know like uh way more like uh your fate is my fate like let's you know solidarity yeah like we- it's a desperate lack of solidarity is what it is yeah i think that i think that really is it People mistake Midwestern niceness for like it's not niceness, it's solidarity. It's just we gotta we gotta get through this shit together. I don't have to like you. That's not the point. <laughs> like that's not the point. Right. I probably don't, frankly. Like, but uh, you know, we're stuck. I'm gonna here. pretend to. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get through it. Like, you know, right. gonna, like and I'm depending on you to pretend that you like me too, you know? Right. Like, right. And I, I just don't get way. like I, I don't like I like uh, one problem I've always had though, and maybe this is just me. I don't know if this is a Midwestern thing, but when people say like "How are you?" you know, like or "How you doing?" like I always answer it literally, and mm-hmm. like I'll always be like, "Oh, I'm good. How are you?" And then like sometimes I won't get a response, or they'll just yeah. be like, you know, or they'll like there's that awkward like to, I don't, you feel like you have to ask them too. Basically, right. Because the thing is, is that's the weird thing is that like even I can see as a Midwesterner how kind of weird and fucky this is. Is the correct response to how you doing is how you doing? You know, it's just like yeah, Yeah. eternal eternal circle. Neither of us are waiting for the answer. No, letting you know. Hey, I don't want to kill you. And that I'm a well wisher, in that I don't wish you any specific harm. So we we talked about the accent. And the accent is a big thing. Uh, and, you know, we haven't talked about the bears or the bulls, but we had our episode we about sports. We thought yeah. we had our episode about sports. We talked about, we talked about sports already, Ben. All right. All right. All right. Guys, we got it. So, so. It's in the can. The bears. Mm. And I, I just, I, it just blows my mind, man. Like it, this was only this realization that everywhere isn't like here, like only dawned on me, like within the last decade, like I've just been so insulated here that I just thought like, wait, like there are parts of the country you can't get good Mexican food and a beef sandwich oh, in the Don't same day. Remind me. And, that's like, I mean, places you can't get good food. That's I mean, insane to me. What do you eat? That's, that's some Chicago food. The Midwest, the Midwest knows how to eat. The Wisconsin motherfuckers have like oh, cheese curds. Cheese, cheese, yeah. cheese, baby. Oh, and also, also, like, 
Indiana that we've talked mad shit about, like the fucking Shoops smashed style hamburger, the mm-hmm. fucking lacy hamburger. But then, of course, I mean, come on, Portillo's. Portillo's is fucking awesome. Oh man, you can't. I wish you could. Uh, like, it's funny to funny to hear you say the word Portillo's and then like think you you think that you don't have an accent. <laughs> I don't like it's not an accent. It's the way you say it. Ben, you literally just said, and I quote, Portillo's. I don't think that's how I said it. And you forgot about Portillo's. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. And motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade. So that is like something we didn't talk about at all. So we should probably just, uh, on the count of three, all say beefs. Ready? <laughs> One, two, three. Beefs. Beefs. So just what exactly is Italian beef? Does it come from Italian cows? No. Our Italian beef comes from American cows and is slow roasted and cut into thin slices. We cook it with a blend of Italian spices including garlic and oregano. That's where it gets its name. The end result is a moist, lean beef sandwich served on hot, freshly baked French bread. Customize your sandwich by adding home-cooked sweet or hot peppers. We can add extra gravy to your sandwich or even dip the entire thing into the gravy, making for an extra delicious meal. Just be sure to grab a few extra napkins. Well, I have a st- one story that happened once and then one thing that happens throughout my life that makes me feel very Midwestern. <laughs> the first one is uh, I was in my 20s. I was at Brokel's and I was drinking a PBR <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> And I was in just, just, it was like, just thinking what? about all the bees, beers, I was on Western Avenue in a hundred in 129th. And, uh, I, um, I, I was just drunk on a Wednesday. I think the sun was still out. And I was just arguing with some fat asshole contrarian dickhead about Michael Jordan's gambling scandal. And he was like claiming that like Michael Jordan like didn't score as much as he could have. And I was like, he's like the scoring per game leader. And I was like yelling all this shit at him. And it was just like just a drunk middle of the day fight between two idiots about Michael Jordan. And I was like, all right, that's very Midwestern. Yeah, it's super duper yeah. Western. That's and true. I like that occurred to me even as a young, stupider man that I was like, this is an extremely Midwestern thing that's yeah. occurring right now. <laughs> I'm deep into Midwestern shit. It yeah. does not matter. But uh, the other one is uh, every time I'm like frustrated or mildly irritated with my mother, and this has been for my entire life, it's when I go, ma, ma, ma. Ma, like yeah. that. That's when I feel really Midwestern. That's when Hannah, like, will, like, her head will whip around and she'll look at me like, what the fuck is coming out of your mouth right now? <laughs> <There he is. laughs> Are you having a seizure? Did I Ma out there? No, she says, she calls, she, says, she always says mom. Mm. No. Mm. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, what? I feel like ma, this was ma, a this ma. was a discussion yeah. I had with somebody else. This is another thing about the Midwestern Catholic dialect 
is like the million different ways to say Jesus Christ. You know, like oh, you could say Jesus Christ in basically any inflection. Oh yeah, be like, you'd be like Jesus Christ, and you'd be yeah, like Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. but and that is so per- the first one is so perfect, like Jesus Christ, like it's not something yeah. that's Jesus not even Christ. it's not even that <laughs> impressive, like right. you still. Yeah. No, just I'll for throw the out sake. Jesus Christ for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> just for the sake of the blasphemy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Man, I'm going yeah. to hell anyway, so what yeah. the fuck? Sometimes Jesus. that's the worst one when you when yeah. you have to use the, the plain like, oh Jesus Christ. Like that right. sometimes that's real bad. You know that's what I mean? That's the one that hits the hardest. <laughs> you reserve that one. My story that I've got. I don't have a actually I don't have a specific story, but just right. a general right of being very midwestern the only thing i can think of like i honestly cannot think of a specific story but what comes to mind is that (laughs) and i consider myself a christian okay i'm a christian it ethnically and spiritually and all that but i'm you know all that but the term god bless you and god bless them I only say that when I hate somebody. <laughs> something, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me elaborate, okay? Before everybody starts yeah, giving that's me that's because you're that's wait, wait, wait. whenever I say, "Well, God, God bless you," but or "God bless them," you know, I'm like really trying to rein in really all my bad feelings. I in my heart. In my heart, in my Midwestern heart, I truly believe in God bless everybody. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. everybody. But when I say it out loud, that means like I hate you and I, <laughs> and I just want you to go away. And I'm trying to I'm trying to get you to leave a space to where you don't fuck with the rest of my family. Oh, and you know what that is? That's like um Well, that's I work I work with some people from Texas. And I remember them talking about bless, bless their heart. Yeah, bless their heart. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, what's the Midwestern version of bless their heart? And then, and then some shit happened in my life. And I'm not going to go into it because I don't even really remember. But some, like, shitty shit where I had to deal with a motherfucker who needed to be corrected in some way or another uh, happened. And I was like, that was well, a fucking goony oh, sentence, God, man. That was so good. Goon. It was it was basically just like I, I said, Oh, God bless him. And then like a light bulb went off in my head, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That, that's that's the Midwestern version yeah, of no, bless like, their heart. It's well, like I, God bless you. I should say it when I mean it, but I never do. <laughs> no, never. But it's only when I'm trying to like diffuse the situation or when I'm like, you no. know don't like somebody is when I'm like, well, God bless you. No, here's what that is. That's, that's taking the high road in a practical real world sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's the truth. That's the truth. Cause the material reality is all that matters. Nobody can know what you're actually thinking. And it's better for everyone. If you just go, well, God bless them. Yep. Oh, you betcha. Yeah. Dan, you, you alluded to, uh, saying something about like my my various trips to to mexico when i was uh, in my youth and it did kind of <clears throat> and i thought well oh, that's kind of like more like just telling stories about mexico rather than being midwestern but then it, it dawned on me that you're right because 
like the times I have felt the most Midwestern is when I'm not in the Midwest. Like that's when obviously it's the most apparent to you is when you're dealing with people who aren't from the Midwest. And um, I, we didn't, I don't know, like growing up, we went on like vacations and stuff like that. But like I was a kid, you don't interact with other people. So you don't like take in society and culture the way you would going somewhere else now, you know, that's not the shit that you're there for. You're there to see fucking, Universal Studios or whatever, wherever the hell you are. But, uh, but yeah, I think like going to, going to Mexico, it's like, you know, I, it, it, it does. I mean, I don't know if this has, again, this might be more to do. This might not be Midwest exclusive, but like I'm used to, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. Again, I don't, I don't feel like this is geographically uh, specific, but like Kevin and Hobbs resonated so much with me. I know. I'm sorry. This is a really bad failure of brain functioning. Damn, damn me. Beginning, and then you just lost it. I did. But hang on. You tell a story about being in Mexico and it making you feel like a Midwesterner. But I don't know. All right, I will. will. Maybe you should just say beef and then good night. (laughs) Oh, don't take a hit of. (laughs) It'll help. It'll help. It'll. Help. <laughs> gotta wrap it up, Ben. No, no. Oh, I was, I was, dude, I was, I was onto something there for a second. But I was gonna say, what I was gonna say before you fucking rudely interrupted me is Kevin and Hobbs resonated with me at an early age. Because I felt like his childhood experience was a lot like mine, you know? Like, there were creeks and shit, and you experienced fall and all that shit. And, like, so, yeah. So, going to Mexico, like I did frequently, like, every summer, every other summer, sometimes we would go to Mexico. Like, I went to Mexico every, just about every summer when I was a kid. And when I would go there and be hanging out with my cousins, like, my Mexican cousins would point out how, like, uh, sheltered I was, basically. You know, because like they would like I don't what know we'd be rough with Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had an imaginary tiger. Somebody else go. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! No I'm kidding. No, like what I meant is like you know like you know I, there was outdoor shit and stuff that I do as a kid. You know, like there was like because we got to experience the seasons and shit like that. Like you would go like there were hill, you know, there was a hill or two in the area and you'd go fucking in the, the woods. There was, but, yeah, I was exactly about talking hill. about the big hill and worth. Fuck you. Of course I was. But then there's also like the fucking forest preserves and shit. There's forest preserves. How about that for Midwest? Right. Mm. We got forest preserves. You can go to a woods and go do shit with your friends in there. You know, like there's this like, a mess. There's other that. people have woods. Shut the, the fuck hell? up. Let me try ben, to make a point that I can. Ben. I'm grasping at fucking straws here. <laughs> ben, you sound gotta... like you're trying to convince space aliens to convince to, to like not destroy the Midwest. And <laughs> <laughs> like, like you haven't been prepared at all. Like you just Red got Riders. transported. Like you just got transported in front of them, in front of the tribunal. <laughs> Like randomly, and they're like, "Well then, defend your Midwestern Great Lakes state. Deliver the welcome off the map. 
But Ben's just like, oh shit, okay. Oh shit, oh god, okay. Wait a minute. Foolish humans. Oh yes, Kodos. Earth is now ripe for the plucking. <laughs> I feel like we did a good job of uh, talking about the Midwest. We'll never be able to come close to giving it its proper due, but we're just a little old podcast here. God, I miss it so bad. Yeah, well, come. I just want a fucking, I want a big fucking whiff of it. I want some like smelly lake weed air. And That's like, just the long and short of it. We uh, We love you all, no matter where you live, but you should move to the Midwest or come back to the Midwest. And uh, we had no time to be punks. The kids were asleep. So three out of four of us got drunk in the Midwest. Yeah, really drunk. Real drunk. And then one of us was out in Providence. I was, but I was a a Midwesterner by nature. Oh, Tim is Midwesterner. No one, no one can question Tim's Midwestern credentials. So, yeah. good night, everybody. Good night, sleepyheads. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. It's great. It's gonna stick. Yeah.